because, again, he's an overconfident bastard. And welcome to the AfterSpark Podcast, an episode-by-episode episode recap of the Generation 1 Transformers cartoon. I'm Els. And I'm Spex. And today we're going to be talking about episode number 45, The Secret of Omega Supreme. Let's talk about giant robots, shall we? Yep. We start out our episode today with the Constructicons maneuvering an asteroid via moving a rocket. They call back to the con base, and we get a special guest, Sideswipe, standing next to Megatron as com he communicates with the Constructicons. We assume that this is supposed to be Soundwave. And in fact, is Soundwave in a later shot? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> coloring mistakes! This is more than a coloring mistake, this is a straight-up drawing mistake! <laughs> yeah, animation errors. What can you say? Megatron orders Astro Train to meet with the Constructicons. Meanwhile, in space, Cosmos is observing the Constructicons on the asteroid and comments on the energy readings coming from said asteroid. Cosmos reports all of this to Prime at the Ark. Prime is a jerk and tells Cosmos that he needs conclusive evidence before they make any sort of move and orders him back into space. Oh, poor Cosmos. Cosmos leaves and Prime goes to talk to the one other Autobot who can go into space. Omega Supreme. What? Skyfire can't do this? Is he just off on sabbatical all this time? Oh no, he quit. He's totally got tired of being in the taxi. I feel like we haven't seen him in so, such a long time. He's very overqualified for being a taxi. <laughs> yeah, right? Optimus drives out into the middle of the woods and calls for Omega Supreme, who um, emerges from the woods despite... You know, being many times taller than the woods. Meet the Pacific Northwest new cryptid. The wild man of the woods, Omega Supreme. Obviously, he just plays poker with Sasquatch on, you know, Friday nights or something, because he's in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> Omega seems a touch miffed at being interrupted until Optimus mentions the Constructicons. So come to find out, Omega really fucking hates the Constructicons. With, um good reason as it turns out because optimus pushes omega to tell him why he fucking hates the constructicons <laughs> and i love that omega is basically like it's private but optimus cares not for privacy and insists that omega tell him anyway i hope you're ready for some tragic backstory for for optimus i mean the audience's sake omega talks reasonably normally as he talks about his past his, his sentences are normally truncated, in case you haven't seen this. He's, he's not a terribly verbose uh, mech. Yeah, and this often carries over into other versions of him as well. Mm -hmm. But long ago, Omega Supreme was built as a guardian robot. Occasionally, uh, guardian robots will get brought up again. But, eh. We see him getting repaired by a rather strange-looking medic that never shows up again. And Omega Supreme was the guardian robot specifically for Crystal City. It looks like a sparkly, glittery white city. It kind of reminds me of the Epcot. <laughs> Just um, like, what, welcome to Walt Disney World, Cybertronian location. <laughs> yeah, but I guess Crystal City is super fancy art science city or something? Right. Uh, so he then reveals that he and the Constructicons used to be friends and that they were the ones that built Crystal City. Mm -hmm. And either they were completely bullshitting Omega for quite a while or they do appear to genuinely be friends. Omega's even smiling. 
Mm-hmm. Which is very unusual for him. He's very stoic. Yep. But like a creeper, Megatron lurks around a corner watching Omega and the Constructicons talk. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Apparently, he made a device called a Robo-Smasher that forcefully reprogrammed Cybertrons to be loyal to him. It is just as creepy as it sounds, and it looks rather disturbing. <laughs> Very tentacly. I'm not saying I'm kink-shaming Megatron, but I'm kink-shaming Megatron. <laughs> I think we both are. I mean, he kind of warrants it. Tentacles! Why are there so many tentacles, Megatron? <laughs> yes, considering all the tentacles. Regardless, the Constructicons are next on his little hit list. The Constructicons enter Crystal City with the intention of performing maintenance. But Megatron traps them in a room and unleashes the Robo-Smasher on them. How did he get that in there? No one fucking knows. Omega Supreme is stationed in front of the Crystal City when the Constructicons come up to him and say the capital city is being attacked by the Decepticons. Never mind that they were, you know, just inside the city and apparently are approaching from the outside in the scene, or maybe there's some weird time manipulation here. Right, but we, we are given no indication that any amount of time has passed, which, granted, considering this show, it could have been a week. I don't know. But, but yeah, I, I don't know how any of this happened. Yep. So they convince Omega to leave and that they will guard Crystal City in his place. At some point, Omega Supreme realizes there isn't an attack and becomes concerned, presumably because he is aware of the Robo-Smasher, that the Constructicons were lying to him. Yep, and then his concern is, uh, kind of verified when he gets back to Crystal City and it basically immediately explodes while he looks on in horror. The timing on that was just... I don't know who did that, but good job, I guess. Yeah, this is like the most emotion we get to see on his face that isn't, like, anger. Yeah. I think. So after a commercial break, we come back to Omega sitting curled up in a ball on the fourth floor with Optimus sitting nearby. Yep, he looks very sad here. Understandable. Mm -hmm. And Omega Supreme continues with his story. The Constructicons flee from the rubble. Omega vows to rescue his friends, tracking the Constructicons over the course of several weeks. He then captures them by blasting a hole in the ground, and yeah, the first two drive in before they realize it's a trap. But Omega just comes up behind them and pushes the rest of them in. <laughs> Naughty Constructicons go in the timeout hole. Uh, Omega attempts to reprogram them back to their normal selves. Never mind, where he learned to do friggin' that. That's honestly kind of scary. <laughs> Omega Supreme can rewire your brain. <laughs> He's a bot of many talents. Yep. This um, appears to work with Hook saying, I feel sane again. Because that's definitely what a sane person says. It isn't. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. This, this ends about how you'd expect. <laughs> but as the seven of them head back to Crystal City, they are cornered by the Robo Smasher. And it is revealed that the Constructicons are still definitely evil and uh, following Megatron. Obviously. And then we find out that it was Megatron that gave them the ability to combine into freaking Devastator! How? There is so much weird shit going on in this episode. <laughs> yes! In particular, this fucking episode, Mind Control! Yep. Uh, so the Constructicons form Devastator and attempt to hold Omega Supreme down uh, to be reprogrammed by the Robo Smasher, which is. Uh, yeah, not horrifying at all. I'm, I'm being very sarcastic with that. <laughs> 
I say all this is why they were okay with mind controlling the Constructicons a few episodes back, but that doesn't work because presumably no one but Omega Supreme was aware of their history. All that being said, I don't know what the air order was on these episodes, so maybe arguably it did air in a different order and that would make a lot more sense. But I don't want to give this show credit when it doesn't deserve it, and I kind of doubt it deserves that much forward thinking. Yep. Uh, Omega Supreme is able to get away from the Robo Smasher and the Constructicons flee. Later, they even left Cybertron and Omega followed them, apparently for millions of years, before they rejoined Megatron on Earth. And at this point, I think we can safely assume that Omega has probably a lot of mental and emotional scars from right. all of this stuff. And at this point, after the Constructicons rejoined Megatron, Omega Supreme himself arrives on Earth. Right. So, back to the Decepticons. Astrotrain arrives on the asteroid where the Constructicons are mining ore. Cosmos attempts stealth mode again while he watches the cons. Failing miserably, mind you, not that it matters, as he trips over Astrotrain who says nothing and has no reaction. Maybe he's taking a nap? I mean, it's not like he's got anything better to do right now as the Constructicons load him with ore. I mean, a commendable use of his time, honestly. <laughs> yep. Cosmos makes it back to the Ark with a sample of the ore and presents it to Optimus. Who just sends him back into space. Because we need to know where the processing plant is, don't you know? If you insist. He sounds so sad. Give Cosmos a break, 2021! Perceptor and Teletran examine the ore sample, and while they still don't know exactly what it is, it is clearly high in energy. Optimus is satisfied that this is what the cons are after and sends Omega Supreme into space to blow up the asteroid. No less than 10 seconds later, Teletran 1 informs Optimus that the ore is organic in nature, meaning the asteroid is alive. Well, shit, I don't fucked up, man. <laughs> you did, Optimus. Uh, the Constructicons, however, aren't terribly pleased with Omega's arrival. A fight ensues. Optimus calls and tells Omega not to destroy the asteroid, but Omega does not respond. Optimus, maybe don't send your warrior off after his mortal enemies. <laughs> if you want good results, this is not how you get them. Yep. On Earth, Megatron examines his own ore sample, but seems surprised by the ore's makeup. In the middle of the Constructicons and Omega's fight, a crack appears in the asteroid and a space dragon comes flying out. I'm assuming it's a baby. Maybe. <laughs> we, yeah. Come to the conclusion it's the egg. It, the asteroid is its egg. Yeah, which does make sense for the high energy output. Yes. Oh, the Constructicons taunt Omega about needing to save Earth, but he seems perfectly happy to stay there and destroy them. Teletran 1 informs Optimus and Cosmos that the asteroid has hatched and the life form is headed to San Francisco. Teletran also predicts that they'll be unable to stop the space dragon without Omega's help. Because it is a baby and it's scared and hungry. The asteroid acts as, as its food source, as we said, it's probably an egg, you know, leading Optimus to the conclusion that they need to get it back into the asteroid. That seems a bit easier said than done. You would think. Powerglide, Ironhide, Trax, and Beachcomber arrive in San Francisco. They confront the space dragon, and Trax says, Keep San Francisco clean! Leave! Trax's anti-litter campaign isn't going as smoothly as he would like. Smokescreen appears out of nowhere and jumps into the fray. Not that it does much good, as the dragon just flies away. And now, in the Arctic, the Constructicons have made it back to Earth with Omega in close pursuit. 
The constructor hunts form Devastator, and the two big bots begin to toss each other around. Omega Supreme is ready to take his vengeance, but is stopped by Optimus, who's here for some reason. He tells Omega that he needs to save San Francisco, and Omega eventually agrees. The Constructicons overhear the conversation between Optimus and Omega and learn about the whole egg-slash-asteroid-slash-food thing. They head back to Megatron to inform him of this, and he orders them to destroy the asteroid. Some bots just want to watch the world burn, and that's entirely what he intends to do, allowing the dragon to wreck the planet while he sits back and watches. The dragon continues to shoot lasers all over San Francisco. <laughs> I love that it has lasers. <laughs> the skateboard alien has lasers. Well, it's a baby space thing. It's gotta have something to deal with shit. <laughs> Obviously. Beachcomber spouts some hippy-dippy nonsense about them all being one with the universe. But Trax takes a slightly more pessimistic view, telling him to duck as the dragon does another flyby. Omega arrives and lures the dragon back to the asteroid. Megatron's quite happy about this development, as he readies a long-range blaster that Hook has quickly put together. But Optimus stops him just in time, blowing up the control panel. Somehow Optimus takes out Megatron, and all the Constructicons by shooting in their general direction. The space dragon eats the remainder of its asteroid and then just flies off, and that's the end of that. Uh, later on, on the Golden Gate Bridge, Optimus thanks Omega Supreme. And says that even though his experiences with the Constructicons changed him, Optimus hopes he'll eventually find something more important than revenge. Omega responds favorably for him, while the light glints off the barest tears in his optics. And that's the end of the episode. Emotional Mega Supreme, a space dragon just flies back off into space. I don't know what that's about, or if we need to worry about it coming back, but fine, whatever. Join us next time, as the Autobots are the perfect size to add to my collection, even without a Megatron in the set. Alright, so for today, Owls is giving our fanfic recommendations, because I am forgetful. <laughs> to be fair, one of them I actually did put on this episode because it was relevant, so... That is true. <laughs> one wild card pick today. The first one is Giving Life to the Future by Murphily. It is in the Shattered Glass continuity. It is G, it is Jen, there are no pairings. Our characters are the Shattered Glass Constructicons, Megatron, and Starscream. And in summary, the war is over and Scrapper has a plan. Hook concurs. Our theme for this is the Constructicons and the Crystal City. It is directly relevant to the Crystal City getting destroyed in the Shattered Glass universe, and it is a one-shot. Our second one is a wildcard fic. It has nothing to do with anything. It's just another Shattered Glass fic that I liked. Uh, it is called But Officer My Husband Was In There, <laughs> which is a wonderful title. Our author is Interstellar underscore child. Our continuity is IDW Shattered Glass. Our rating is T, it is slash, it is a Minimus Ambus Megatron fic. Our characters are Minimus Ambus, Megatron, and then assorted Shattered Glass characters, like several Autobots and stuff pop up too, at least kind of in background roles. Uh, in summary, Minimus knows how the world sees him, he knows how his brother is using him, he knows a better world is a foolish dream, but he can't help but dream. And it was part of the Mini Mags week last summer, it was day six for like AU. Again, wild card. It's a one shot. It might be my favorite uh, Shattered Glass Mini Mix pick right now because <laughs> it was very well done. So, highly recommend. Uh, if you don't know what Minimus Amos is like in the Shattered Glass universe, he's basically like a Black Widow. It's amazing. <laughs> very, very opposite of what he normally is. And our fan art recommendation for today is Hertz Falter 
they do a lot of G1, but they kind of do a bit of everything. They have some really nice simplified versions of the G1 bots in their G1 recap comic series, which is hysterical, um, by the way. We're, we're just recommending the entire page of that. Uh, they also have some lovely standalone work, but we've linked to several of their comics. Uh, first, we've linked to their G1 recap series, as I said, and then a comic with Rodimus and a poor, poor, beleaguered Ultra Magnus. <laughs> Why is this my life? I broke all of it. <laughs> yes, it is delightful, and I love it. And then we have a Psygate Halloween comic. Pumpkin vampire. Yes, we have Tailgate as an adorable little pumpkin. And Cyclonus is a pumpkin vampire. It's amazing and adorable. And also, somebody totally made little pumpkin tailgate figurines on Etsy, and I have one. <laughs> I need to take pictures of my Cyclonus with it, but it's just so fucking cute. <laughs> it's like just cute. He's a cute little pumpkin. Anyway, we will be linking to their Tumblr, and you can find other links to their stuff on our Tumblr. Where, as always, we will have it in our episode notes. Yep. And that just about wraps it up for us today. Remember to check us out on Tumblr or Pillowfort as AfterSpark-Podcast for any additional information, show notes, or links we may have mentioned. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at AfterSparkPod, all one word, and various other locations by searching for AfterSpark Podcast, such as AO3, iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube, just to name a few. And feel free to send us questions on Tumblr, YouTube, or AO3. Till next time, I'm Spex. And I'm Els. Toodles.